It's 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific, coast to coast and around the world. I'm not a doctor, but I have a PhD in recognizing bullshit when I hear it. From the America Out Loud Talk Radio Studios. The American people are not feeling very loved right now, though. They're not they're not feeling heard by the Biden administration. It's time for The Truth Be Told with Booker Scott. You know, we don't always have to agree on everything. And in fact, I hope that we don't. We should all agree that the country is on the precipice of extinction. Western civilization as we have known it in our lives, that's over. But we can reimagine it and form it to what we want it to be, or we can allow it to be gobbled up by the elite globalists that imagine a future that I want nothing to do with. I want better for my children and for my grandchildren. And that's the battle that we're in. And the mission should be clear. We're all on the same team. We don't have time for pettiness, and we've wasted too much of it as it is. It may be too late. You're either in this fight or you're not. Understand, the things we are witnessing is the destruction of America from within. Through academia, judicial, and politicians, the Marxists always knew they could never take America by war or force, but they could through ideology. There has been an erosion of America's societal values for 60 years or longer, and it's been by design. It's overwhelming to understand. If you remember the history of Bolsheviks in the late 19-teens and combine it with the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative that started over a decade ago, you, you may start to understand what we are actually living through. It is surreal, and it is not the time for pettiness among those of us that believe our country is lost because the battle of the war of ideologies has been lost along the way. I'm Booker Scott, and this is The Truth Be Told on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining us here as we get into this Monday evening. This hour is brought to you by Gold Co. Just go to BookerLikesGold.com to find out if it's a good fit for you to diversify your savings. You've worked so hard for it, so make sure you can protect it. It may be a good fit. BookerLikesGold.com. Coming up on this hour, we're going to have a visit with Matt Palumbo. He is the content director for the Bongino Report. He's also an author, written several great books. Uh, we call it Mondays with Matt here on the program. He'll have his thoughts on what happened last week and over the weekend. And, of course, over the weekend was the South Carolina primary as Donald Trump and Nikki Haley went at it again. And it really happened as most people thought it was. Uh, I think the real clear politics average of all the polls combined had Donald Trump at about 28% last week. It ended up being about a 20% victory for Donald Trump, which is plenty. And yet, Nikki Haley, uh, the queen of denial, I, I'm starting to call her Cleopatra, the queen of denial. Uh, she is going to continue on through Michigan and into the Super Tuesday. Uh, we're going to have a discussion with Matt about that, among other things. And Super Tuesday will be coming up on March 5th is when that is. So we'll keep an eye on Nikki Haley and what she does after March 5th, if she'll continue on. Again, the only reason she's in the race, more than likely, well, let me take, let me take that back. There's probably a couple of reasons why she continues to stay in the race. 
One is she is hoping that Donald Trump, and I don't know if hoping is the right word, uh, maybe she's just there in case Donald Trump is convicted and she thinks she will be the person that will be able to take the mantle and carry on with the nomination. But it doesn't really work that way. At the convention, uh, the delegates could choose uh, Ron DeSantis or, or anyone else that they decide they want to be their nominee. So that could be one reason. Another reason is she is thinking about 2028. And there is history that would show that there is reason for her to stay in the race. Uh, you can go all the way back uh, to, well, you can look at uh, what? Uh, you can look at George Bush with Ronald Reagan. Of course, Bush was picked by Reagan to be the vice president, and then he ran after that. But there are many other examples, both on the Democrat and Republican side. So maybe that's the reason why she's thinking about staying in the race, or why she is staying in the race, because she believes it will help her chances in 2028. Of course, all of us that watch politics and have all of our lives, we know that uh, four years is an eternity in politics. Uh, three, four, five months is an eternity in politics. A lot can happen in that time. So anyway, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Nikki Haley and what she does coming up in the months to come. I really can't do a Monday show after the weekend that we had uh, with an illegal immigrant that took the life of a University of Georgia student. This is something we've been talking about really for years now with the human crisis that is at the border. It's not a border crisis. It is an American crisis. It is a human crisis. And we saw that over the weekend. It's not the first time. There was Kate Steinle in San Francisco years ago killed by an illegal immigrant. Not all immigrants that come across the border are bad people. We know that. But how many more American families have to lose a daughter or son? How many more American families have to live through their daughter being raped before this becomes reality to our politicians in Washington, D.C.? But let's get into the story about what happened. Uh, first of all, there was a Venezuelan immigrant uh, that crossed the border in 2022. I'll get into the details on it. He comes across the border. He's arrested along the way while he is here, and they release him. And he ends up at the University of Georgia where he kills the 26-year-old Lakin Riley. And now her family will live without her the rest of their lives, and they have to live with it. There isn't a whole lot really known about this at this point. Uh, as far as the motivation, I, I saw Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia. He was on Fox News on Sunday morning, and he said that they still don't know a motivation. It was just random. A random killing. Here is what we know right now. Multiple DHS sources confirm that the suspect in Georgia, Lake and Riley's murderer, Jose Antonio Ibera, is in America illegally from Venezuela. Uh, Border Patrol documents show he crossed in September of 2022 into El Paso, Texas, and he was released due to the lack of detention space. He's 26 years old from Venezuela. He was arrested and he is being charged with malice murder, felony murder, aggravated battery, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, kidnapping, hindering a 911 call, and concealing the death of another. 
That's according to the University of Georgia Police Chief Jeffrey Clark. Officials say Riley just went for a run on the University of Georgia's Athens campus and was later found dead. Uh, DHS sources confirm that uh, this killer was arrested five months ago. He was arrested five months ago in New York. Those records show he was arrested on September 14th, 2023 in Queens, New York for injury to a child less than 17 years old, and he also had no license. Did you hear that? A child less than 17 years old. He was arrested and released back on the streets. He shouldn't have been here to begin with. He was here. He was arrested for doing something to someone under 17, and then they let him go. According to Border Patrol documents, this illegal immigrant listed his sponsor for coming into America as the Covenant House in New York, and their website says they are a youth homeless shelter. The judge did deny bail for this illegal immigrant, but somehow that does surprise me. I expected him to be freed again with no bail, or maybe Kamala Harris uh, might offer to pay his bail. How many more American families have to go through this? Another one? Another 10, 15, 20? How many? One should have been enough years ago. These lives didn't have to be lost. These illegal immigrants should have never been in the country. And why were they? Well, we can start with day one for Joe Biden, signing five executive orders reversing Donald Trump's policies. And after that, he continued with the pen to sign executive orders to open the southern border. Ten million illegal immigrants have come across the southern border. I'm not against migration, but I'm against allowing people into our country, breaking the law to get in the country. We do have laws. They are on the books. Enforce them. No other American, no other child should be raped or killed in this country by an illegal immigrant. They are illegal immigrants. I don't care what you say. They may be good people. I have no problem with migration. But I have a problem allowing 10 million people in this country that we do not know who they are. We have no idea what jail or prison they came out of in South or Central America. And we're allowing them into our country to live next to you, to go to school with our children. That's what is happening under Joe Biden and this administration as we watch Mayorkas' impeachment go to the Senate and be swept under the rug by Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer. When we know Mayorkas has lied under oath and we know he has allowed this to happen. And yeah, maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe Mayorkas would be replaced by somebody just as bad as him, and he probably would. But doesn't there have to be some accountability? Do we have a nation of laws or don't we? This one irritates me. Lake and Riley should be alive on this Monday. Her parents shouldn't be going through what they are. Her brother shouldn't be missing her. This is not the last one. And while, while I'm talking about illegal immigrants and not being vetted, we have no idea the terrorists that are here. On the show Friday night, I just did a little segment on the Chinese that came across the San Diego border in the first quarter of this year. 
for the first time ever, there were more Chinese than Mexicans. 21,000 young military-aged Chinese came across the southern border in the San Diego sector. Is anybody going to stop this? These Republicans that say they are Republicans, they're Republicans in name only. This is about protecting American citizens, about protecting you and me, our families. I don't know why it's so hard for people to understand. And speaking of judges, there was some accountability. And I came across this story over the weekend and I thought, you know, I, I want to put this out here because this is something that is positive when we see our judiciary and what's going on with it in the persecution and the prosecution from the district attorneys and the judges with regard to Donald Trump. Really, in Donald Trump's cases, there's just Judge Cannon down in South Florida that is giving him due process. The rest of them are just railroading him. An Illinois judge who sparked outrage by reversing a man's rape conviction involving a 16-year-old girl, well, he has been removed from the bench. Finally, some accountability the Illinois Court Commission removed Adams County Judge Robert Adrian from the bench Friday after it held a three-day hearing in Chicago back in November. In its decision, it says Adrian engaged in multiple instances of misconduct and abused his position of power to indulge his own sense of justice while circumventing the law. And that is a breath of fresh air in 2024. We see this a lot. We see a lot of law being made by judges, not the legislators. But here we see the commission in Illinois has taken a judge off the bench. It's a relief. In October 2021, Adrian had found then 18-year-old Drew Clinton of Taylor, Michigan, guilty of sexually assaulting a 16-year-old girl during a May 2021 graduation party. You may remember that story. The State Judicial Inquiry Board filed a complaint against Adrian after the judge threw out Clinton's conviction in January of 2022, uh, with the judge saying that the 148 days that Clinton had already spent in jail, that was enough punishment for the rape of the 16-year-old girl. Clinton was accused of sexually assaulting Cameron Vaughn, and usually the names of uh, the minors are not uh, put out there in public. They're not broadcast. They're not put in print. But in this case, she came forward uh, herself, and she was on the news in different places. Vaughn told the Associated Press back in November, when she was 18, that Adrian's reversal of Clinton's verdict left her completely shocked, but determined to oust the judge. She attended the November commission meeting, and uh, she went there with family, friends, and supporters, and after Adrian threw out Clinton's conviction, Vaughn said the judge told the court this is what happens whenever a parent allows a teenager to drink alcohol to swim in pools with their undergarments on. That's what that judge said at the time of the trial. And Adrian's move sparked outrage in Vaughn's hometown of Quincy, Illinois, and beyond with the prosecutor in that case saying that her heart was bleeding for that victim. So anyway, some good news there where a judge is finally held accountable in America. 
As we're getting closer to the break here and Matt Palumbo, Mondays with Matt is on the way right after the break. And we will talk about the South Carolina primary just a little bit. Here's MSNBC's Joy Reid and her take on the South Carolina primary. Who was the winner? Here's Joy Reid. Joe Biden doesn't need all of them. He needs three to five percent of them to say that Donald Trump is so unacceptable that not only do they prefer Nikki Haley in the primary, they'd rather have Joe Biden than Donald Trump in the general. And that is her take on what happened in South Carolina. And she's referencing the fact that Nikki Haley had about 30 percent of the vote and Joe Biden only needs three to five percent of those to beat Donald Trump in the general election. And it's something that I keep talking about as well, that 18 to 20 percent of never Trumpers that won't vote for him. It's a concern. But there is, like I said earlier in this hour, there is a lot of time between now and November. It is an eternity in politics. But let's stay here in South Carolina for just a minute and let's take a look at what Nikki Haley said after her loss And again, I'm calling her the queen of denial. I'm calling her Cleopatra now. Uh, Here's what she said. She put this out on a post. I'm a woman of my word. I'm not giving up this fight when a majority of Americans disapprove of both Trump and Biden. I found that interesting because of the math. Uh, Both Joe Biden and Donald Trump are below water, meaning neither one of them have the majority of the votes of the popular vote in America. Neither one of them are over 50%. But if you combine the two together, which is kind of what she did in this post, um, it's nowhere near the majority of Americans uh, disapprove of both Trump and Biden. So again, I, I think she's in a desperation mode and it's showing, and it's not very attractive on her either. Nikki Haley went on to say in this post, In the next 10 days, 21 states and territories will speak. They have a right to choose, not a Soviet-style election with only one candidate. And I have a duty to give them that choice. And there again, I think it is total desperation. She's going to throw in Soviet-style election with only one candidate in her reference there to Donald Trump. Like he has coronated the king, which he is not. There are still races, and she's right. We'll go to Michigan, and we will go on to Super Tuesday on March 5th. But despite all the evidence, I can't tell you what is going to happen in the future. Nobody can. So what you do about it, that's up to you. It's your business. But when it comes to your money, you should understand what's at stake. So that's why I partnered with GoldCo, because I know this can possibly help you in these very times. Go to BookerLikesGold.com to get your free gold and silver kit, which shows you how to get into precious metals tax-free and penalty-free. Even if your money is still in a retirement account, like a 401k or an IRA, you may already qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. You see the writing on the wall. Go to BookerLikesGold.com to get your free gold and silver kit because this is about taking back control of our privacy and our freedom. I can't predict the future, but I can prepare for it. And you can too. You should be prepared. At the very least, get educated. So take action. Defend your freedom, your privacy, and your future. Go to BookerLikesGold.com to get your free gold and silver kit right now. 
Coming up, it is Mondays with Matt. Matt Palumbo will talk a little bit about Nikki Haley and that illegal immigrant that murdered the Georgia student. Fiction becomes a religion. Places where nothing is clear. Sanity and reason just disappear. Chairman, there are multiple members that could yield you time. I would ask that you... I will have you physically removed from this meeting if you don't stop. More truth in minutes on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com slash OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OutLoud for 20% off. Asiya believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel and be our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them. From improving immune health, regulating hormone balance, supporting gut health, to soothing the skin, even reducing the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, and cellulite, and providing targeted support for mind, mood, energy, and even our body's own production of collagen. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in becoming your best self and fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Tonight at 7 o'clock, it is Unleashed, the political news hour. After that, you can hear After Dark with Robin Andrew right here on AmericaOutloud.news. I am Booker Scott. This is The Truth Be Told. And we kind of started this hour with Nikki Haley and what happened to her in South Carolina over the weekend. We're going to get into that conversation now with Matt Palumbo. We'll also get into the Chinese spy balloon that, once again, there is one over America floating around. And also want to get into uh, some conversation about the illegal immigrant that murdered the University of Georgia students. So those are the three things that we'll talk about and anything else he wants to talk about. Uh, Matt, welcome back. 
Thanks so much for having me. So let's get into this uh, South Carolina to begin with. Uh, you know, at the beginning of this hour, I, I asked the question, uh, maybe there, there are two reasons why she's running. Number one, uh, she's doing something other than, than what we hope she would be doing is running as a Republican. And she's trying to destroy Donald Trump. And, you know, and she's waiting to see if he's convicted. And then the other thing is she's looking for 2028. Uh, do you have any thoughts on either one of those things? Yeah, I mean, I guess the third option is that she's a glutton for punishment because uh, she's getting annihilated uh, every single time she runs, and now yeah. it's her home state. So the home state is really your best state. I mean, I think in when it was Reagan-Mondale, I think he only won his home state. So if you can't win that, you're not going to win. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess another option, too, could be she just sees it as advertising, but I don't really know who her constituency is supposed to be because if you look at the polling or the exit polling, uh, I think Raheem Kassam posted an article that something like 40% of Nikki Haley voters thought Biden's doing an okay job. Yeah. So she's definitely not attracting, you know, actual Republicans. It's these sort of like, I don't know, really boring centrist types, I guess, who maybe have a right wing opinion here or there, but they're really nothing, you know, they don't have anything in common with us. And the fact that she's not suspending her campaign, I think sort of plays to what you're saying and that she's betting on, a Trump conviction, but given how she's doing Trump from jail would beat her. So there's really no point. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's no guarantee that Nikki Haley would even be the nominee selected at the convention. If something like that were to happen with Donald Trump, they can pick anybody they want to. There's nothing going to stop them from picking DeSantis or Ramaswamy or, or just pick a name out of the sky. It doesn't, it really wouldn't matter. It could be Mike Johnson, speaker of the house. It doesn't have to be Nikki Haley. Uh, she's sure, certainly appearing to be very desperate right now in everything she says or post on social media. It's just, it's not attractive to me. Did you see one of her social media guys? He like pre-scheduled three with a few weeks worth of posts, but screwed up and they all posted at once. <laughs> I did not. See <laughs> so that's that. so yeah. So that's the kind of campaign. Yeah. So it was all these, like they all appeared out of context because, you know, they weren't designed for, you know, the day they were posted. But no, that's, uh, you know, sort of a metaphor almost for her entire campaign. And yeah, and yeah you're right. I mean, she was routinely among the least popular Republicans on the stage. So, yeah, it's going to be DeSantis or Vivek long before it's her. Yeah, and that makes more sense to me than in 228, 2028 is so far away. Yeah politically, you know, I, I don't get it. It doesn't seem like she's really helping the cause. If, if she really is a Republican or a conservative, uh, yeah, which I mean, they're two different things. Right. Yeah. I mean, Trump is what the base wants. And even if she were to run in 2028, the same people who are going to get Trump elected in 2024 are still going to be there and they're going to, they're not going to forget or anything. So there, there's still no base for her. Let me play this. That was on meet the press yesterday on Sunday morning. Uh, this is Governor Gavin Newsom. I wonder, Governor, when you look at the landscape, do you think that it is time for Nikki Haley to drop out of the race? And and do Democrats want the general election what? to begin in earnest? Well, I, I don't know why Democrats would want her out of the race. She's one of our better surrogates. I mean, she's defining the opposition to Trump incredibly effectively. I mean, she's making points I'm applauding every single day about his temperament, his capacity, uh, his you know unraveling in real time. Uh, and so I think it's I think she's been incredibly effective. So I hope she stays in personally. Uh, but look, at the end of the day, it's Trump. I mean, there's, there's not a state Nikki Haley can win. I mean, let, let's look realistically. You look at this map. I, I, you know, it's beyond me why she wants to 
continue in this race. But again, I don't want to get in the way with that, the way of that. Uh, but Trump clearly is the nominee. Biden administration understands that. The campaign understands that. We understand it at a subnational level, a gubernatorial level. And, and that's who we're up against. And so you could hear there that Gavin Newsom doesn't want Nikki Haley to get out of the race because she is damaging Donald Trump. So why does she just stay in it? It doesn't really make much sense to me. Unfortunately, audio didn't play for me. Um, but I, I actually disagree, you know, based on what you said, that she is damaging Donald Trump. I mean, I think she's really just emboldening him. I mean, how could she damage him when no one's voting for her, I guess is the question. And, uh, <laughs> and the, I mean, the thing is, with Newsom, nothing really makes sense that he says. So it doesn't surprise me that was his conclusion. Do you think he's running a shadow campaign waiting for Biden to get out? He could be like there were certain there are certain moderate things he's done. Like one thing that stood out was there was some crazy trans bill he vetoed. So he knows he kind of needs to keep the progressives at bay. Yeah. But he's still governing as when he turned a nearly 80 billion dollar surplus into he almost flipped that 100 percent into a deficit of, of tens of billions. Uh, people are still leaving his state at record numbers and they're overwhelmingly going to red states. And that's not a coincidence. The taxes are among the highest. Uh, they're going to ban gas-powered cars in his state, which I, I predict that won't actually end up going through anywhere because EVs are so awful. But yeah, no, his, he might be positioning himself, but it's his far too to the left, I think, to get elected in a, in a presidential election. I mean, he, he could ruin a Democrat primary, given how increasingly insane they are. But I think, you know, it's so easy just to make the argument of you couldn't even run your own state. You have the number one number of departures. And he quite hilariously was trying to argue, I remember once to Hannity that, you know, oh, as a percentage of the population, there are a few red states that lose more like Alabama or, or West Virginia. But if you look at where those people, those red states are going, they're all going to Florida. It's not like they're fleeing to California or right. Illinois. So even mm -hmm. there, it's just a silly argument. And to your point, I saw that the deficit in California has grown to $78 billion. Yeah. So be, be watching for a huge federal bailout of the yeah. state of California. It's it's probably coming somewhere yeah. down the line uh, because, of course, California, like the banks, they're, it's too big to fail. Yeah. So uh, that becomes the excuse. There, there was a time where an eighty billion dollar federal deficit was considered bad, and now oh, it's yeah. just you know at a state level, it's it's yeah. almost impressive to be honest. But uh, <laughs> you know, not something we want for uh, the national or for the rest of the country. I, I would say that Gavin Newsom is doing a great job in the Democrats' eyes. The way he has destroyed California, it seems like that's what they're going for for the country. So maybe he slips right in there. Let me throw out another name that has been popping up recently, and it sort of makes a lot of sense to me as a replacement for Joe Biden, and that's Susan Rice. Huh. I know I never I know her son's a Republican, so maybe we could use him to campaign <laughs> against her if, uh, if that happens. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's yeah. move on to the state of Georgia, University of Georgia. We had the murder there of 26-year-old Lakin Riley. And I know you're disgusted by it, like so many people in America. 26-year-old illegal immigrant arrested here in New York and then released. And then it seems like a random killing. A hundred percent. You know, yeah. they're used to liberals or the Canadians used to make this claim like, you know, illegals actually commit fewer crimes than native born Americans. But you know, if you looked at the data back before these loose on crime policies, 
Um, the reason was because we actually used to deport illegals after they committed crimes, so they couldn't reoffend. And then there was this statistical illusion of them committing fewer crimes, but it was just because we got rid of them. While you know, if I committed a crime, I could reoffend after I'm in jail. Well, that's it's not even any longer the case. You, they can commit a crime, get released, commit a crime over and over and over. And unfortunately, we're going to see just how dangerous they are, and it's very dangerous. And and you know, even. Even if we were to accept that bogus argument of them committing, you know, violent crimes at a lower rate, it's 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 still the case that it's more crime. Like no one like no one that's, you know, on a plane that's about to crash is thinking to themselves, well, I mean, statistically, I was more likely to die in a car crash. It, it's it's still an increase in the number of violence. So it's irrelevant. <laughs> and there's no reason for them to be here. I mean, the, the top liberal arguments are they do jobs we won't do like agriculture as, as if we didn't have food before illegal immigration or or as if there's no food in northern Europe. And then the other arguments are basically like they're the help. Like they'll do, oh, they'll do all these cleaning and low level jobs. And it's just such a cynical way to view these people, but they have no right to be here in the first place. So any consequence is on the people pushing it. And, you know, I don't doubt there are some illegal, uh, liberals who sincerely thought, you know, okay, we'll be nice, compassionate to illegals. But we saw what happened in Martha's Vineyard and it was within five minutes of the reality hitting them that they went, Oh yeah, and second thought, this is a horrible idea, and it, yeah. it's but it's still getting pushed in these major cities um, until we until we send them illegals, and then they realize how bad it is. But the we had I would say probably thirty million illegals before Biden, and every single year in his presidency, we've had a new record being set. So it's by design. Um, liberals will call it the great replacement theory, but it's they advertise it as we want these people. So then they'll vote Democrat. And we all know it. Yeah. And when you look at this country over the last 50, 60 years and you kind of see demoralization, uh, uh, just a, the society and the ideology that has changed. And it is almost like the Marxist. And they said that they knew we, the only way to take over America was from within. Yep. And it almost seems like they have succeeded. Uh, do we hold out hope? Is there hope? Well, there's this famous quote that, you know, any organization that is not explicitly right wing will become left wing because there's always going to be some band of crazy people that are going to turn it that way. And it seems like they've like you'd, you'd never think Marxists would take over corporate America because it's capitalism. But they seem like every legal department, every PR department, every human resources department is run by these people. I mean, we saw that with the Google AI story where the, all the people yeah. behind it are like all hate white people. And what are the statistical odds of having people that crazy all run those organizations? Because in the general population, I have not ever met a single person that has espoused those views, but it's all like crazy Twitter people have taken over uh, our, our institutions. And, you know, I would say, what is the hope is just fire them all. Like the CEOs usually aren't like this. So just get rid of them. Like they're, they're your HR department, all these, you know, types of the, all this DEI stuff. You don't actually need it at all. It's just a new form of bureaucracy. And we see some evidence that the DEI and ESG and some of these corporations are starting to turn away from that. And about a year ago on my show, uh, maybe longer than that now, I had Michael Johns on and he was talking about that and about how, you know, typically it, capitalism, uh, corporates are, uh, corporations are supposed to be holding to the, the, 
the people that own the stock mm -hmm. and the customer. Yep. And DEI is completely opposite of that and ESG. But we see now that Jamie Dimon with Chase is uh, they're pulling away from it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's listen, it's good news, but we shouldn't forget they did it in the first place because like it, they don't get to walk it back and then act as if nothing happened. These people were pushing policies like there's this crazy stat that uh, if you look at the jobs recovered under COVID, a single digit percent went to white people and we're 60 percent of the population. So how do you explain that? So like we had all of these and that probably affected millions of people who were struggling and now they get to say, okay, we screwed up. Well, uh, you know, not to be like a leftist, but uh, maybe we'll take some reparations for this. Like, yeah. it's just they, they they have to, I don't know, correct for it. And they're never going to do that. Well, maybe that's why we see credit card debt as high as it's ever been. And uh, delinquencies also as high as it's ever been. Economically, it looks like scary times are ahead of us. Uh, I guess we'll just keep an eye on that. Let's talk about the the new Chinese balloon that seems to be floating around. Uh, why don't we just blow that thing out of the sky? So I actually saw a story. Actually, hold on. Let me who else to make sure I'm not wrong. I think it <laughs> might have actually ended up being a hobbyist balloon this time. Oh, it was it really? Yeah, let me see. Uh, balloon uh, Western. But it still brings to the mind. It's, it still brings to thought. Uh, even the last time that this happened, that, that China doesn't really care about Joe Biden. He's compromised where he is, um, and probably by design. Don't, don't you believe that's the truth? Oh, 100%. I mean, that's why they tried to hide the balloon last time, because they knew how it would look. And when it comes to weak leadership, like, there is increasing... Well, I think we all knew, like, Russia actually supported Hillary Clinton in 2016, and Putin... You know, gave a de facto endorsement of Biden in 2024, and he didn't. You know, he claimed, oh, "Okay, we'll have a more stable relationship, such and such." And by stable relationship, he means you know, you'll have a president who does absolutely nothing when I invade Ukraine or make encroachments on foreign territory, because none of that had. There was no Russian imperialism under Trump, and it's because Trump probably said something along the lines of, "We will nuke you if you do it," and under yeah. Biden, nothing's going to happen. Did you happen to find that story? Was it a hobbyist balloon this yeah. time? So it says hobbyist balloon detected over Western U.S. has left American airspace. Oh, what, where did it go? Uh, well, let's find out. Poof, uh, poof, gone, disappeared. Let's see. Uh, uh, that, that's interesting. Let's see. Later concerned that it was floating between 43,000 and 45,000 feet. Uh, they sent aircraft to investigate. And let's see. So we want to be truthful here. The name of the yeah. show is Truth Be Told. So yeah. I don't want to I don't want to steer you down the wrong direction about the spy balloon. All right. So the the, the quote I see in this article is the balloon was intercepted by NORAD fighters over Utah who determined it was not uh, maneuverable and did not present a threat to national security. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay. Well, that's but what they, they said, said last time. Well, uh, that's the thing. So that is. Uh, yeah. OK. You know, we should actually. We'll put an asterisk on it for now. That's what the government's <laughs> saying. But yeah, I mean, last time they didn't even acknowledge it existed. So yeah, I, I mean, but, yeah, and then they said it wasn't maneuverable, and it right. had little little things on it, little fans that could yeah. could push it around, and it was going in circles over uh, strategic bomb bases yeah. in, in the middle of America. So um, I, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. They they also said our defense secretary shows up to work. So yeah, a lot of problems <laughs> there. <laughs> but he apologized. He did apologize. He, he said, "I'm sorry." And yeah. he shouldn't have done it. So everything is okay with him. And of course, we're talking about Lloyd Austin there. And we hope that he gets better. 
you know, we don't, you know, he has cancer, so he's fighting that. But if you do remember back in the holidays, he just disappeared. He took an absence without leave and he is in charge of all of it. And he didn't even tell the president, which, uh, which is bizarre. And then he gets off with, I'm sorry, I should have done better. And that's a, no one is accountable in government, are they? No, I don't even think how you think you're going to get away with that. Like, you have to assume you can go to a hospital and be recognized by nobody. It's just a bizarre premise, uh, especially <laughs> when you're that public of a figure. But he did. He did get away with it. A hundred percent. He got. Yeah, away. You're, I get. Well, the, he got away with it until he didn't. But you know, he had a good. He had a good run while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt. Did anything else catch your attention last week or over the weekend? You know what? Last week I said I would have one for this week, so I'm yeah. just gonna pretend I'm not looking up on Gina Report right now and. Uh, Let's see. And by oh, the way, a... you're listening. Let me tell everybody, <laughs> you're listening to Matt Palumbo, and he is content director for the Bongino Report, also the author of some really great books. One is called Spygate. The other one, Man Behind the Curtain, about George Soros, and then fact-checking the fact-checkers. Check any of those out. So I, I found one. So there was a Venezuela said a few days ago they're going to stop accepting deported Venezuelan illegals from the U.S. So <laughs> I, I just feel like that kind of tells you everything you need to know about the immigrant quality or even Venezuela is like, yeah, no, not not for our country. If, if they can stop them coming in, shouldn't they be able to stop them from going out? Uh, it's correct. I mean, they <laughs> the thing is, they don't. I guess it's just the type of people leaving they don't want. So Yeah, no, they're yeah. emptying out the prisons. I don't know exactly. if you saw that uh, in Chicago, that uh, Board of Aldermen meeting last week. Uh, that lady uh, gave Mayor Johnson in Chicago an earful. Uh, she has had it. I play. I played that audio last week on a show. I'll to check it out. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Have yourself a great week. You as well. Thank you. More The Truth Be Told with Booker Scott in minutes on America Out Loud. There's so much to say. We fell off the path. Please show us the way. I'm losing my faith in humanity fast. They're grooming our kids, dressing in drag. They knew for the anthem of burning the flag. Give a day to the vets and a month to the... They'll say it so the radio can play it. The right's gonna love it, but the left's gonna hate it. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. 
Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Out loud. AmericaOutloud.news is a great place for you to go visit. Uh, check out the brand new look for 2024. Very easy to navigate, look around. Uh, just click on the bottoms, look at the great podcast. New articles, new writers are there. Uh, 365 days a year. 24 hours a day, there is always great content for you there. Also, when you go, go into the shop, check out the great products, use the promo code OUTLOUD for up to a 25% discount. I am Booker Scott. This is The Truth Be Told, and kind of running a little bit late there. We ran along there with Matt Palumbo. I want to get into the story now about George Soros, and Matt Palumbo actually wrote the book, on Soros. He wrote Man Behind the Curtain, George Soros. If you haven't read that, really some really good information about how he spends his money for different organizations. He is called a philanthropist. I call him other things. I call him a Marxist commie. That's what he is. He shouldn't even be allowed in America. His son Alex is going to take the reins for him, and I don't think that's going to get any better for us. George Soros uh, was born in Hungary. They won't even let him back in Hungary. That's how bad it is. But we allow him to do business in America. And this one is concerning. If you go back to Bill Clinton's presidency, one of the things that he did, I think, has really had a bigger influence on things that we see today in our society that is rarely talked about is the deregulation of ownership of media. And I have worked in the radio business for a long time. I started my career in 1986. When I started, 
every person could own one FM radio station and one AM station in a market. Newspapers, TV stations, they were the same way. Bill Clinton and the FCC deregulated that in the mid-90s. Then what happened is you had these large companies develop. And in some markets, I've worked in Orlando, Tampa Bay, I've worked in Nashville, and you're down to about three or four owners of these radio stations. I've worked for iHeartRadio. They're the largest in the country. They own about 900 radio stations. And, and there are others. I've worked for Cumulus, too. At one time, they were the second largest. Now the second largest in the country is a company called Odyssey, and it is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. And now there is news that George Soros is in the process of buying this company. Now, this company just went into bankruptcy, and billionaire left-wing philanthropist George Soros has been buying up debt to acquire a controlling stake in that company. Court filings and sources close to the situation told the New York Post that Soros Fund Management has bought up $400 million of debt in Odyssey, the number two U.S. radio broadcaster behind iHeartMedia. They have stations including New York's WFAN and 1010 WINS, as well as Los Angeles-based QROQ. And all that's available in the bankruptcy filing. I'm reading some of this from a Breitbart story. Uh, Soros could have control of more than 220 radio stations across the country. One Republican insider close to the situation told the outlet that Soros could be trying to have media outlets to potentially influence public opinion during the 2024 election. And yeah, that is scary. He would be the last person that we would want to own radio stations. But if you go back to that deregulation, if that had not happened, then we would not be having control of all of these radio stations in cities. When I worked in Tampa Bay, there were three people that owned radio stations of the 30 radio stations. Uh, so that that's a big problem, and it's caused a lot of the problem that we have in the media now. Should Soros prove successful, he'll likely have a 40% stake in the company's senior debt, which would give him strong control of the company when it emerges from bankruptcy. But he will not have the majority stake. Soros scooped up the debt during the past few weeks at a roughly 50 cents on the dollar from hedge fund H.G. Voro. And that's according to the source that was quoted in the New York Post. Under Odyssey's current Chapter 11 bankruptcy plan, existing shareholders are expected to be wiped out. And high-ranking creditors like Soros would be repaid with stock in the restructured company. That is serious. George Soros has no business at all being in America. And if the government doesn't stop that, that tells you what the government is up to. I want to revisit a story about the border. I never can get away from the border, but it really seems to be important right now. We talked this hour about the murder of the UGA student by the illegal immigrant. Here's another story from the border, from the El Paso sector, which is where that murderer came through. Agents apprehended 12 migrants in one week that were linked to cartels and gangs in Colombia, Venezuela, and El Salvador. 
Criminal histories include drug trafficking, kidnapping, murder. Removals or deportation of these individuals will take place following criminal prosecution for their illegal entry, which, if you know anything about what's been going on, uh, no one's showing up for these court dates. None of these people are being deported. So we'll have to keep an eye on it. But that's just an example of some of the things that we've been talking about in this hour. These illegal immigrants are coming across. They are not being checked. And when they are checked, some of them have ankle bracelets on. I saw that over the weekend. I don't know if you've seen that. And some of these illegal immigrants are coming across and they're just slapping an ankle bracelet on it. They're not going to follow the laws of our country. So that's just an example there of what's happening. And you know what's happening. It's, it's disgraceful. We've talked about it this hour. And while I'm on the subject of immigrants, illegal immigrants, and the border, uh, Representative AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she had a town hall in New York uh, last week, I guess it was. And here is a quote from her. The migrant crisis is a conspiracy theory that conservatives and xenophobes are using to campaign on. She needs to tell the family of the young lady that was just killed in Georgia that the migrant crisis is a conspiracy theory that conservatives and xenophobes are using to campaign on. She should give them a call and let them know that. Their daughter is dead. They'll never have her again. But that's what AOC is. And that's, that's what the Democrats are saying. That's what they always say. But it's a human crisis. 150,000 Americans have died from fentanyl overdoses. The cartels are getting rich. Over 2,000 migrants have died. Our children are being displaced out of schools so that migrants can live there. We're giving these immigrants $10,800 debit cards in cities like New York and Chicago. And AOC has the nerve to say that it's just a ploy by conservatives and the right wing to try to get votes, to try to get donations. That's the problem with the border. We won't come up with the solutions as long as the messaging and those narratives continue. But they continue. And they really continue from both sides. But we really need solutions for that. And as we get close to the end of our time here in this hour, when Matt and I were talking, we mentioned DEI. And I came across this story about Microsoft. And I'm going to read directly. This is from Microsoft. This is not a story. This is from their literature for employees, and it's titled Pay Equity. It says, at Microsoft, we're committed to the principle of pay equity. Pay equity accounts for factors that legitimately influence total pay, including things like job title, level, and tenure. Our pay equity analysis adjusts for these factors in support of our commitment to pay employees equitably for substantially similar work. Now here's an example in this. This is still from Microsoft. As of September 2023, inside the U.S., all racial and ethnic minority groups who are rewards eligible combined earn $1,007 total pay for every $1,000 earned by U.S. rewards eligible 
white employees with the same job title and level of considering tenure. Specifically, for those who are rewards eligible, U.S. Black and African American employees earn $1,004. Hispanic and, I love this one, Latinx employees earn $1,004. And Asian employees earn $1,012 for every $1,000 earned by U.S. rewards eligible white employees with the same job title and level of considering tenure. That is how DEI works inside of corporations. Just because the color of your skin, your heritage, you make more money, has nothing to do with merit. It's not based on your ability or your qualifications, just on the color of your skin. That's the country that we are living in here in 2024. These are scary times, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to The Truth Be Told. My name is Booker Scott. And you were told 2,000 years ago that you are the salt of the earth. And salt without flavor, it has no value. It's just thrown on the ground to be stepped on. So keep being salty. There is only one truth. You've been listening to The Truth Be Told with Booker Scott on America Out Loud. 